Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Okay, so I wanted to get something out right at the top of the show. Um, I just felt like it's something that I owe. It's something I owe a friend. Right. You okay. know what I mean? Um, it's normally I wouldn't derail the show right away with no, something no, like no. this, but and yeah, and I know a lot of times like we'll start the show and like we'll kind of like act like it's serious, but it'll mm-hmm. be like a little bit. Is this that or is this something else? No, this is completely serious. Okay. It's not okay. a bit okay. at all. Okay, okay. Um, I actually wanted to read because then sometimes a- the like bit is kind of a surprise because. You know, like a lot of times people like get real on podcasts and they do this like sincere thing and then like, well, you know, the no. joke is kind of like a, like a left turn. So this is not, this is no, not, not, not at all. This is okay. completely serious. It's not just a stupid joke for our stupid show. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Just, um, wanted I know wanted, what we were, what we were yeah. doing. I wanted to read an apology letter. Oh, yeah. it's actually kind of a series of apologies. Mm-hmm. It's not from me though. Again, as I said, this is sort of a favor for a friend. This is You're for apologizing on behalf of someone else. Well, I'm reading the apologies that okay. a friend gave me to read on the show because they don't have their own show, right? Um, and they want it's my friend uh, Jocktoberfest. Okay. Um, Do you remember when he came on the show recently? N- was that Brian Posehne? <laughs> that was uh, Jocktoberfest. My friend Jocktoberfest Toyotathon. Um, he's a jock, I know. Uh, he came on the show and he said some things that he regretted mm. and he wanted to apologize. Oh, and actually, oh, I one, see. okay. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> I know who you're talking about now. It took me a minute. Yeah. One of the apologies is, uh, one of the apologies is actually to you. Oh, okay. Sure. I'll get to that. This is just, again, I'm just reading what he wanted to apologize right. He said, first of all, he wanted to no, apologize. No, Jesse, just, I, just you, can you just, you know, new listeners, Yeah, it was a while ago. Can you describe this man? Yeah, this is a friend of mine. He's a jock, okay. um, and he's really well known for, um, well, he's really swollen. Okay. Um, now, is that, he's swole, like he's... You know, it's buff not, or he's like I'm not a hundred percent. I've only talked okay. to him in audio yeah. form. He's a good friend, right. but we yeah. only talk. You know, we talk okay. on the phone or sure. One of those phone friends who you yeah meet and on the he, phone and never meet in person. You just talk yeah. to him on the phone. Yeah, and he eats a lot of powders, uh-huh. um, okay. which he gets at the mall. Right, just um, a classic jock. Yeah, just a classic jock. The opposite jock, of his, a nerd. His full name is Jocktoberfest mm-hmm. Toyotathon. Um, so he had some apologies he wanted me to share. First of all, he wanted to apologize to Neil Gaiman, Mm -hmm. um, who he said was a football quarterback. Um, actually Jock said that he's probably something stupid, like an Olympics guy who does hurdling or something. So he wanted to apologize for saying that he was something cool, like a football quarterback. Let's, um, Nice, I'm sure, legendary science fiction fantasy author Neil Gaiman will appreciate that. That's very big of your friend, Jesse. Is there more? Yeah, he said he wanted to apologize to his parents Mm -hmm. uh, because a few times on the show, Jordan didn't call him Mr. Toyotathon, which was rude to his parents. Um, 
especially to his mother, Fun Run. Um, so who, we, who, he's apologizing to me? His parents. No, his he's apologizing pa- oh, his to parents. his parents that because I did they that. didn't use okay. his surname. Because you didn't okay. use his surname. You just refer to him casually, which is rude to his parents with whom he shares a surname. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to apologize to the mall. Mm-hmm. He said he goes to the mall uh, just to get his powders that he eats. Um, he said he also sometimes goes to Delia's uh, to buy stuff for your girlfriend, Jordan. Oh, man, dude's slamming me in his apologies. Man, this is like, um, this is, he this wanted is to, rough stuff. I thought you this know, was going to be sincere, but he's, you, he's getting, this he's getting is very, sin- no, this is very sincere. Do you remember, do you remember that he does that work with the wounded warriors? He helps wounded warriors because he's a physical therapist at the community college. Yeah. Um, he wanted to apologize to all the wounded warriors uh, because, and I'm just, I'm reading his apology. Now they have stink on them from being associated with Jordan, who goes to the mall and eats at Mrs. Fields like a fucking nerd. You might remember that he he only eats at Sparrows, right? And oh. anyone who eats at any of the other places is a fucking nerd. So it wasn't like he's got a thing against Mrs. Fields. No, he thinks it's for fucking nerds and just you everything else, go everything that's there. not. I the, I do. I yeah. love a Mrs. Fields cookie when I'm shopping at the mall. So the, he's, yeah. he's got so me the, there dead to rights. The problem is that by talking to you, he tarred the wounded warriors as the kind of people who would probably go to the mall and eat something other than sparrows. This these are all slams against me. I felt like they were apologies. I kind of think no, I mean, I'm I wonder if you have anything hurt by a lot of these. I wonder if you have anything that you would like to apologize for, because I kind of admire Jock uh-huh. for his willingness to kind of open his heart to our audience, right? And show not some really. contrition, which is not something that I've heard from you on the show, Jordan. Well, I, I don't. This is no, Jesse. These are just okay. Well, I'm sorry to Jock. I'll write this down. Do you mind if I grab a pen and write this down for him? Because he does not listen to podcasts. Okay. I'm sorry to Jock that uh, he doesn't have any real connections or friends, that he just talks to Jesse on the phone. He listens a man to who he's never motivational. Met. He listens to motivational stories, like the ones in Who Moved My Cheese. Okay. So I'm sorry to Jock that he can't appreciate sorry. The I'm trying other... just trying to find a notepad here on my desk. Okay. Do you need me to like repeat? Last stuff, or do you think you can get the gist? Of it? Um, it doesn't need to be word. For no, word. I I want to get it right. He cares about that kind of thing. I'm just looking. At, okay, I got a notepad here. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Sorry that he doesn't have any real friends. That he just right. uh, calls you on the phone periodically. Right. Um, and you know, there's no in person element to it. That's uh really sad, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry that he can't enjoy all the other wonderful food options the mall has to offer um mrs fields cookies of course um you know the cookies are great but grab a cookie cake for a special occasion it'll make it even more special okay um hot dog on a stick great lemonade uh probably has one of those mongolian barbecue places where they swoosh the food around with giant sticks sorry should i can i ask that can i ask something should i put orange julius in here yeah throw orange Julius. yeah i mean that's a i mean you know maybe maybe my childhood memory of it is better than it actually is. But it's funny that you mentioned yeah. that because I had one recently and I thought it was great. 
Um, okay. But no, I'll I'll put yeah, it. You in know, here. then put it down. Put it down then. Put I'll it put down. it in here. But I'll put that you eat it. Sure. Um, whoosh, 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 whoosh. And Sorry, I... could you hear me writing? Mm-hmm. Well, look. <laughs> Did we? Can we have Stan Lee pop up and <laughs> tell people what <laughs> what episode of the podcast to listen to to get? It's that? in the wiki, Jordan. It's in the fucking wiki. Okay, read the, the wiki for once. Jordan Jesse JJ Go, Go True Believers, see episode seven sixty seven. To see what really happened to Wolverine on Arcades Island. JJGo.fandom. It's on the fucking wiki. Somebody made an entry. I don't think we should be asking people to do supplemental reading to listen to this podcast. Why? What, do people have too much to do? Get your face out of your phone and do some supplemental reading. On your phone. (laughs) Are we printing out hard copies of the wiki? Print it out. Print Print it out. It's worth the ink. Bring it to the library. Print print the wiki. Bring it to the office. Write memo at the top Mm -hmm. and read it right there in your cube. It's my recommendation. If you can, Mm -hmm. print it out on one of those printers that has the sprockets on the side. That's the way to do it. That way you don't have to flip pages. You can just read it in one long roll. Let's give it a fun retro look, too. Give a, And make a cover page for it in Print Shop. Mm-hmm. Rotorbund Print Shop is my recommendation. Put a picture of a bear or something. Like a birthday bear. Sure. Yeah, there's bears for Print Shop. There's one thing yeah. I know about Print Shop Deluxe. It has bears for every occasion. Our guest on the program... Uh, one of our faves, co-host of the Yo's This Racist podcast. Uh, he's got his dog Peanut there. I, I hear Peanut's going to come up on the lap at some point. Peanut. Andrew T. Hi, Andrew. How Peanut's, are you? Peanut's the guest. I'm just kind of chilling. Yeah. <laughs> I Peanut's- finally got Peanut in a hoodie for the first time. Okay. Uh, Only She's wore crewnecks previously. <laughs> That's right. No, Peanut was like a real uh, dog, a Chihuahua Houdini, until this recent cold snap. And now, oh. now were she's... You, I, I were know. you putting Peanut in a barrel and pushing her over Niagara Falls? Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> that was, you know, I mean, it was, there was a, an element of they were hand-me-downs that maybe she didn't love oh, from, from yeah. previous different size dogs. I guess mm-hmm. that's probably a big dog thing. Is this, wait, hold on. Were you p- trying, you know, I can see Peanut here. Our audience can. I can see that Peanut is a small, adorable Chihuahua or Chihuahua mix. Uh, <laughs> she's, a, she's a beautiful little baby uh, that I want to nuzzle and snuggle with right now. All right, now, hold on. Move okay. it away from the light. Okay. okay. He's picking Andrews. up Peanut. We're going to com- confirm her snuggliness. Yeah. Oh, my Confirming. gracious. Confirming. It's confirmed, yes. folks. Oh, the hoodie yes. is on. It's got an adorable pom pom. This hoodie's a sweater too. This is a this is a seasonal. This is a hoodie that's perfect for even let's say a Hallmark Christmas movie about Chihuahuas. <laughs> so, oh yeah, Andrew, are you telling me that you were putting missized hoodies from other sizes of dog onto your Chihuahua, like? A character in a sitcom whose parents say that they'll grow into it. Yeah, like a, like a Nickelodeon after school, like y- n- not always, but occasionally. 
Uh, the main thing was I, I, uh, the sad part of the story is, uh, Peanut was a, uh, Peanut and her sister who is d- double sad. Peanut's, uh, sister passed away a couple months ago, but also they were 2020 inheritances. I feel compelled at this time to say it wasn't COVID, but I, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it was a, a friend of a friend was their owner and he passed away. Um, and my friend turned out to be allergic to dogs. So I was like, you know what? What's the, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll look after these two dogs. Um, and uh, one guy and and you, and you big fa- yeah. sweater. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> big sweater. Crushed, <laughs> crushed by her own sweater. How ironic. <laughs> this is the largest sweaters I could find. I just figured bigger the better. No, but that's great that uh, that's great that she got to have a nice life. Um, yeah. you know, toward the end with you and her sister in the same home. It's really lovely. Can we confirm, Jordan, beautiful. that the life was nice? Andrew, can you confirm that for us? <laughs> yeah, let's. What, I, do you, it was, what do you got? What do you got? Treats wise over there? What, uh, are the you treats and dry food. Here's what I will say: is uh, you could the bed. Okay, so Peanut is just about the smallest Chihuahua you could get. So I don't know. She's probably like eight pounds, something very like that, small, like teeny tiny. Uh, I got on Amazon. I just was like, I don't know. Who cares? I'll just get the most dog bed you could get. Right. So these guys can see it a little bit in the background of the Zoom. The dog bed is, I believe, four feet by three feet. Yeah. And it was two similar sized dogs. Um, <laughs> so now has a lifestyle like Wilt Chamberlain's bachelor pad. Yeah. 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 It's really I, I basically I was like the dumbest person's version of giving these dogs whatever they want, which mostly equated to just the most of it. So they also had and have, I guess Peanut now has it on her own, uh, a dog crate for, I mean, a human could could genuinely fit in there. It this is, is like, like a human trafficking crate. Similar size. <laughs> or maybe yeah. like a human kink crate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like you want a little more heft on the bars for the, for the kink. For the kink crate, yeah. And for the trafficking. Anyway, it would be terrible for listen. I we I'm sure we have a listener or two out there who knows what makes a good kink crate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, l- l- drop I, us a line, Jordan Jesse Go at aol.com and let us know <laughs> what you're looking for when you go on Wire Cutter and search kink crate. Yeah, what what comes up? Here's my qu- here's what I'm wondering about a uh, dog kink crate. Um, yeah. There's two primary types of dog crate in my experience. Uh-huh. Number one, there is a collapsible, foldable dog crate that is made out of metal wire bars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like maybe what you would imagine if you thought generic dog crate or like it looks a little bit like a rectangular birdcage or something. Yeah. Like a yeah. totally simple, like like uh, industrial kitchen furniture. Yeah. The other kind is like tan plastic. Yeah. Uh, and looks like a like sort of like a module like a Quonset hut or something. You know, like it looks it's got a hexagonal shape um and has a big black plastic handle on top. Mm-hmm. And I can Be- see beige on top, darker brown on the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's that could potentially I am just saying potentially here, but that could potentially the metal one seems more classic. Which is what you want, I think, for kink. You know, you're yeah. not like when you're when you're having sex with a sex nurse, 
you want it to be the kind with the little starched white hat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you um, do you think does it? Do you think it gets too? It's too complicated. And again, you know, um, the folding and unfolding. Uh, I was going to say combining dog kink with nurse kink. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, is there like a like a kink of like a modern nurse, just like mismatched scrubs, like smoking, like haven't slept right? Hours. <laughs> They've got maybe like minion oh, scrubs because oh. they're fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, Grey's so Anatomy on it. Tired um, nurses here. Yeah, so <laughs> so sleepy. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so overworked. <laughs> they won't um, let me strike uh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, um, i like them i like them unorganized but here's my concern about the metal crate for yeah. a the, it is the classic look which yeah. it does seem like you would want yeah Just like i mean you wouldn't want to yeah if you're a human and you want to play nasty puppy right who needs his nose ro- rubbed in his number two yeah you want something that's more classic. This because you know it's about the fantasy, it's about the vibe. So obviously, you want yeah. everything to look right. Nobody wants a 1930s dungeon. You go full Middle Ages or nothing, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> and so, well, there uh, are some people with Boardwalk Empire kinks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, There's a whole kink community around the kind of like. BB plus HBO shows. Right. <laughs> well, I've been to R slash Buscemi. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say R slash Rless. It's gotta be an R slash. Uh, dream on, Jordan. R slash <laughs> Um so R slash nasty Rless. Here's the advantage of the plastic crit. It yeah. seems less inherently sexual, but you're gonna get less knee problems. Because it has a smooth bottom with a pad down there, right. you're not going to get those kind of marks on your legs that you you that are non they're not sexual marks. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I can cut some of this off right at the pass and tell you that the the huge human sized dog crate I have in the other room, uh, though it is of the black metal variety, does have a nice little plastic sheet at the bottom or plastic. Thing. Oh, that's okay. good because that will that'll hold in the uh, number twos for when yeah. the nasty doggy has to have its nose rubbed into it by that's a right. nurse for some reason. This is getting complicated. <laughs> yeah, I don't sort, know. sort of like a high end vet. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. Andrew, I'm noticing. Are, are you wearing a, a faded Taco Bell shirt? <laughs> I I am. <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, from the taco. This is also, unfortunately, cause we recorded, uh, yo, is this racist earlier? So I'm going to try not to double dip on content between podcasts, but yes, this is from the Taco Bell Cantina on Las Vegas Boulevard. Listen, as someone who, who regularly tells the same stories on this show and <laughs> Allison Rosen, <laughs> I give you full permission to double dip. All right. Uh, yeah, this is from, this is from the Taco Bell Cantina. Uh, I went there in 2021, I think. Uh, yes, it was, it was like kind of, it was that the, like the second the va- vaccine hit trip. Um, right. So, went to, you know, went to so, Las Vegas. So obviously we've all been, Locked down, you know, no contact, um, you know, Mm -hmm. missing family and friends. The second that vaccine takes effectiveness, you're like, 
get me to a Taco Bell pop up. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no not a pop up, a permanent fixture <laughs> on the Las Vegas Strip, uh, where they play house music at 11 24 7. Wow. <laughs> I was there for like essentially breakfast, like Vegas breakfast, which was still like, I don't know, 1245 p.m. But like it was the first meal I had having woken up uh, and good motherfucking God was the music so loud. Like just everything in there is designed to give you a headache because they also serve booze. Wow. Like taco. I, I think they serve. You know what? I don't know this, but it must be um, Baja ba- Blast with booze in it. Like it has to be what it is because it's a yeah. purple. It's like a like what a else neon blue margarita. I, I have to say, oh. I have to say something about Taco Bell. I had this. I, we were in San Francisco for Sketchfest, and um, I went and hung out with our our old pal from college, Tyler. And Tyler has these. Tyler has these friends. As a local <laughs> businessman, Tyler has these friends from the tech industry. Oh, sure. A lot of people in the tech industry in San Francisco. He introduced me to this very nice couple of dudes. They were brothers. And I didn't exactly understand what they were up to, other than they had spent a few nights at the founder of Airbnb's house recently. Like they had Airbnb'd into the founder of Airbnb's house. <laughs> And Whoa, they dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking trippy. There was an amazing part where they said how humble he is and how he cooked for everybody. And then uh, Tyler said, well, didn't you just say that there was a cook there? And they said, uh, yeah, well, we're vegetarians. So he was intimidated. So he did have the cook okay. cook one of the nights. Oh. But I'm talking to these nice dudes. And again, like I cannot overemphasize they weirdly how nice have these to like strip are. their beds at the end. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Why do I have to? Does Got, this what yeah, is this? Negative like feedback if... for not turning out a light in the hallway happened to me one time. <laughs> so these if dudes you are... found an Airbnb, you should just be staying at other people's houses at this point. That's a good point. Yeah, live that the life, man. <laughs> Practice yeah. what you he's, preach. He's not about it. He's not about it. Not at about all. that life. Mm. <laughs> So phony, <laughs> he's a fucking phony. <laughs> Tyler says to me that one of his buddies is about to get married. And I'm like, congratulations. I'm saying congratulations to this nice dude, you know. Oh, they also showed me uh, uh, some photographs of uh, some kind of art installation that they went to, and it was great, and it had a real Burning Man vibe. Um, it had a lot of lights in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, during this yeah. conversation, did you periodically go into the bathroom and scream? <laughs> I, uh, they were so nice. It was really hard because they seemed like really nice men. We were in this park, like three blocks from where I grew up across the street from the projects. And like, it was just full of these people, these who were so nice and work in the tech industry. Yeah. I actually, I met a Jordan Jesse Go listener there. He was playing guitar for the kids there. Uh, and I just want to say I apologize because I took a picture of his Venmo donation thing and was going to make a donation. But then I couldn't remember my, I had gotten a new phone and didn't have my Venmo password in it and couldn't remember it. And I didn't want to reset my password there. And so I didn't give him a donation. I've been feeling bad about it ever since. Anyway, apologies to that guy. That spends what you just did. Yeah, that's exactly. that's money in his bank right now. That's clout. 
yeah. guy who makes up <laughs> songs for kids in, in Dolores Park who seemed really great. Um, so he says he's getting married and, uh, and I'm like, oh, really? Are you getting married here in San Francisco or somewhere else? And he said, oh, I'm getting married at the Taco Bell in Pacifica. And, uh... There's this Taco Bell in Pacifica, California, which is south of San Francisco, that's famous for being the world's most beautiful Taco Bell. Um, it's like on the water in Pacifica, which is a very beautiful place. And it has a kind of like sea ranch, mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> 70s modern exposed beams vibe going on. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. And then he goes, well... I'm having the reception at the Taco Bell. The wedding's in the metaverse. Hell yes. <laughs> and it was just one of those moments. It was just one of those incredible moments. And he apparently, he's a film, he's a filmmaker. I think gather a part-time filmmaker, maybe. Um, uh, he and Tyler maybe that. know each other yeah, from the you world. Wear of... a lot of hats these days. Exactly in the tech industry, and um, he made a film about why his marriage should take place at Taco Bell. And apparently, it was a motivational film. I'm going to go out on a limb and say this: was, the concern was not that they would not otherwise have a venue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if. Like if one of us were yes. to make that video, it would be because of the cost of wedding venues. Right. Right. This was a lifestyle thing for him. Yeah. Yeah. But he made because there are there are like serious Taco Bell people. And Andrew, I was wondering if you were one of them. You have the shirt. You <sighs> went to the you went to the the club. Um, yeah. I was noticing that uh, I saw on you know one of those like eater type websites that there's like there, some yes. historic. 1920s building in LA that now has a full bar Taco Bell. Is this stuff that you like to go to? Do you like seek out all these things? I, I, uh, not particularly. Actually, the, the kind of like crazy thing is the, the kind of like weird thing is like this, uh, crew neck sweatshirt is probably the best fitting garment I own. It looks great, and the logo like, is faint, so you it's know, very you faint. Necessarily, no. <laughs> it's that. got it's got an overdyed vibe. Yeah, it's it's trying significantly too hard, but it's just like <laughs> it's just exactly where my shoulders are, and like I there's just like I it's the most like comfortable thing in this kind of weather, and also because of L.A. I actually there's not such a wide window that I get to wear this in, so I'm I'm overdoing it big time. Um. But I'm not, what I am is I'm a person who whatever like trying to like eat healthy uh, I have in my life, my entire always exception is um, weird fast food. So like Taco Bell Cantina anytime, right. anytime there's a new fast food item, like I just get to have it. Um, oh, okay. So, so so your kind of policy is like eating clean. Until, yeah. until something Except, comes out yeah. that is made yeah. of Dorito dust. Every like ha- a clean slash novelty policy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's it. like I hate I hate eating the food that I eat, and then I probably will hate whatever the novelty <laughs> is even more. Um yeah, sounds, like every, sounds like we've <laughs> discovered your yeah, kink. Yeah, hating it. Uh I I mean, and, and it's pretty loose. I mean, like McRib counts. 
Okay. So anything you know, that Taco goes Bell away and comes back per- periodically. Yeah. If it's, it's ever not available, if it's ever not been available and it is available, I get to have it. Okay. What, like what a werewolf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. During the full moon, some yeah. some will some will say they hear the McRib howling on the moors. <laughs> Ooh, a lot only- of shamrock shakes. Shamrock shake, uh, one yep. time a, a custard filled McDonald's pie. Um, that sounds nice. I would eat that. Yeah, that it was good. honestly, it was really good. Uh, it was really good. Ultimately, the and, and I mean, I don't know what I thought it was going to be. The temperature of the custard and the like, sort of viscosity was napalm esque. If you every, brought every conceivable <laughs> wow. way, it was so fucking hot yeah. and it would not go away. I love the smell of custard in the morning. Yeah, I have to ask. I have to ask you a question, Andrew. Let's say yeah. you went down to the corner store right now and yeah. got yourself a home run pie. Um, oh, I don't even know what that is. Because you had seventy five cents and and you didn't want to get three packs of now and later's. This is like <laughs> the uh, this is like the is version the of the McDonald's hexagonal? pie that they would sell at just oh like yes, a yes, yes store when you were a kid sure. and yeah they were yes, famously yes. cheap so you could bring like your child money and get nine yes. of them. I uh, feel like. Th- is that a regional thing? You guys are West Coast boys, right? I'm, I'm from Michigan. Do I they feel not like have a hand pie at the grocery They have the hand the pie. Home, home run pie, you guys both said it with such, like like the packaging does not look familiar to me. But yeah, we, we the have. Pie, the pie does. And I anyway, think there was sorry. one, there was a brand that was advertised in Marvel Comics. So <laughs> you would be reading, a, and then it was one of those things where the comic characters would advertise it in a little kind of one page story. That made reading it really confusing. So you would be reading about X Men, and then yeah. there would it would switch to Spider Hulk eating pies. Yeah. It would be like, like Spider Man and some kids, and Spider Man would save them from second rate snacks at the at the park, <laughs> and then he would be he would be in the middle of the kids in the middle of the group of kids eating the pie. That might have been a hostess pie. I don't think that was home run. That was oh, fine. hostess. Fine, That's, Jordan. No, no, I'm, I'm, not, That's I'm not trying to. Fine. I didn't know the name of the pie you know myself. What? Go go put it into I'm the wiki, Jordan. About go pies. put it into the wiki, jjgo.fandom.com. Can I just say, you guys, both of you, but I think a little more, Jesse, your commitment to acting on the podcast is <laughs> remarkably high. It is. Thank you. I have four years <laughs> of acting training, so. It's so great. Um, you did. You just did the whole pie thing. Thank it you, Andrew. wonderful. Here's my question to you about those pies. Yeah. If you got those pies, would you put them in your toaster oven, countertop Ooh. oven, t- to warm them up a little bit? I'm I'm a big actually for m- most baked goods. I'm a big 15 seconds in the microwave kind of yeah. dude. I mean that's not a bad call. It freshen it can freshen up anything even if it's a little stale, a little freshen up, but you got to eat it fast or, or that thing fast. Andrew, if you don't yeah. eat it fast, that thing's going to desiccate. It's, <laughs> it's gonna, not, not going to so hulk good. out on you. Yeah. The other thing that this I don't know if this is a Chinese mom thing. But we did a lot of. Um, Don't when my worry, mom, Andrew. We'll know. <laughs> I didn't. You've uh, come to the right place. <laughs> we we did a lot of like my mom didn't want to steam a usually Chinese thing, but not always baked good, and so just a wet paper towel wrapped it around. Maybe this is where I get my my fifteen seconds in the microwave thing. Like um, a well, some of those like a bow or something like that, like yeah. something that has that kind of soft, chewy. 
you gotta you got, it it wants steam it wants yeah. steam more than than anything else so yeah that was my mom and it's like a there's there's a bunch of stuff that i'm always like is this a general chinese thing or is it a my mom specific <laughs> chinese thing what are so, what are a couple more examples of that one that I was uh, roundly disabused of because I assumed it was a my mom thing. Um, but um, my mom used to make um, sautéed, uh, like 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 uh, sautéed uh, iceberg lettuce with like oyster sauce. That I guess is like a Hong Kong thing. And this is a little bit. My dad's from Taiwan and my mom's from Hong Kong, and so we usually did more like not as much Hong Kong stuff. Often but you so, had to call the whole thing off. Yeah, truly, it was just Cantonese and Mandarin. Um, but um, so, I'll, like, and my mom also is one of those people that would um, never listen to a podcast, number one. And number two, uh, like, would kind of very um, credulously believe, like, almost any, like, Western health kick. So I had it in my head that she was sauteing iceberg lettuce because she believed it was like lower calorie than a better tasting vegetable. Um, So I, for a long time complained about this. And then one of my friends from Hong Kong or who'd spent a lot of time in Hong Kong was like, nah, that's just a thing, man. Like, first of all, I would, you're being weird. I'm I'm not going to stand for this ice iceberg slander on Jordan, Jesse go. Uh, I don't want to speak for Jordan, but I'm a wedge nut. Um, Mm. I, yeah. Give me a wedge. Give me a wedge. Would you saute it though? Would you saute it in a pan but, with but classically hot hot iceberg lettuce? Is classically one of the worst things that ever. You know what? Has I'd saute. I'd sa- I wouldn't saute. You're right, Jordan. That I wouldn't saute it in a pan with oyster sauce. Right. I'm not a Chinese mom. However, <laughs> I'd saute it in a pan with blue cheese. Okay. Damn dog. Yes. Yeah, like a nice. You know, yeah. it's funny you mentioned like kind of wondering what was like you know, cultural with your mom and what was like just, you know, something your family did. I had this, I always wondered, I'm like, is this Southern dads, you know? I'm like, Mm -hmm. is this all Southern dads? Like, do they all just like disappear for days at a time and come back smelling (laughs) weird? (laughs) (laughs) It's like Southern dads, right? Yeah, we all know that, We all know those Southern dads. Yeah. I I guess that that is, yeah. Part of it for me is where uh, I was like, do all... Is it a Kansas City thing? My dad was from Kansas City. Uh, to not have slept all the way through the night since the war? That's a um, Kansas City thing. Is Classic. that a Kansas City thing? Like the, It's like in St. Louis, they have those pizzas with the Provel. It's the same thing, yeah. And then in Kansas City, <laughs> they have uh, like just flying into a rage from time to time and then feeling bad afterwards and apologizing. Uh, Andrew. <laughs> to pivot away from, no. from our troubled dads. From Kansas City thanks. Troubled dads. Welcome back to what? OTD, our troubled dads. I'm Jesse Thorne. With me, Jordan Morris. Andrew, what's wrong with your dad? Uh, nothing. He was great. He, he will never say that is sort of the alpha and omega of that. Mm-hmm. I've tried to ask before. I I am fa- <laughs> I am fascinated with your only eating seasonally appearing yeah. fast foods. I don't know. It, what's your it, what's your what's your best one and what's your worst one? Um 
I, I think probably the best one probably was that pie. Um, but the other best one was there was a time when Taco Bell, I guess, I mean, this must have been sort of concurrent in spirit, but probably not in practice with like the heyday of the keto type thing. But they they had one where they basically, I guess, like milanaised a chicken breast and then folded that up to make a taco mm-hmm. a shell. And then oh, otherwise wow. normal taco inside. Yeah, so was, like there it was, was extreme KFCs that were like that, right? There was yeah, like a chicken thing. Where, yeah. Oh, where the bun was the bun was the chicken. Yeah, it was still a fried was chicken. There, was there chicken so. in the chicken taco? No, that was a big disappointment. I was actually hoping it was going to be the regular um, Taco Bell meat. Like, like they basically. Yeah. Andrew was hoping, Andrew was yeah. disappointed because he's a foodie. He wanted al pastor. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I think it was just iceberg lettuce uh-huh. on, the, on the hot, hot fried chicken, yep. uh, some cheese, maybe the cheese sauce and, you know, the Taco Bell tomato. And I think that was it. So that one was weirdly good. What's the one you wish you hadn't gotten? Uh, I mean, this, it's probably just there. I, I never really regret any of them. I kind of always regret like the last two thirds of a shamrock shake. Sure. <laughs> like, but that's boring. I don't know. No, uh, no, no. I think with gummy. I love, yeah. I like love a fast food shake. I think a fast food shake is like one of my favorite treats, but yeah, always it, like the get, volume, always get a yeah. size smaller than you think you want. Like you think yeah. you want the large, you really want the medium. We've discussed on this program how much I love a blizzard, mm, which yes. I do. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'll eat a blizzard any day. I think that's probably comfortably my favorite fast food menu item. But Ooh. like the baby size blizzard is like a pound of blizzard. You know, <laughs> like that's the size for toddlers and below. Mm-hmm. Like if you order a full blizzard, it's like 34 ounces of blizzard. Yeah. And it's like it's you a- could die. You should. Yeah. Like you genuinely, you don't even have to be diabetic. Halfway through, you become diabetic, and then at the end, you die. That is a that is a Spider Man comic. These are there's some kids about to eat large blizzards, and he just webs them out of their hands. <laughs> Whip. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to the members of Maximum Fun, both members of Longstanding and our new members who joined us during the Max Fun Drive. Jordan, Jesse Go had a pretty incredible performance. That is often the case. I think often Jordan, Jesse Go is right up there at the top in the ratio between uh, new members and our audience, which is modest. But but the ratio is good. The ratio, the ratio is, is incredible. <laughs> and if you're if you're listening to this and you're a member of Maximum Fun, you know that you're one of those people. Thank you very much yes, for being you, one of you. those people. And hey, uh, I think folks have really been enjoying the Stash Rules Everything Around Me mini series that we put up in the bonus feed, uh, specifically for Max Fun members. 
And because we reached some of those stretch goals, we're going to have new episodes of Stash Rules Everything Around Me coming to your bonus feed soon. So uh, we'll let you know when those are going up, and we'll post about them on social media. But uh, yeah, thanks thanks to everybody who joined. Uh, you got some new bonus content coming your way. Thank you, thank you. Speaking of thank yous, thank you to our producer, Daniel Zafrin, who is off to new endeavors. Thank you, Daniel Zafrin. Uh, Daniel did such a great job producing Jordan Jesse Go. We're, we were so thrilled to have him. Um, it was very sad to see him go on, on all sides, but he had uh, new challenges ahead of him. Um, so, yeah, don't don't worry. No, no bad feelings on any front. Uh, we were very thrilled uh, to have him, and we're very thrilled to welcome our new producer, Matt Lieb. Hey, happy to be here. Matt is a much more successful podcaster than we are. sure i'll take it (laughs) and uh he went to college with us we only knew him a tiny tiny bit and we only knew him a little bit i ran into you a couple times uh on campus and jordan you and i took a stand-up comedy class together. we took a stand-up class together uh you became good at stand-up comedy congratulations (laughs) on that Mm -hmm. you were good um i just sat in the back and smoked (laughs) uh but yeah matt is a podcaster who you might know also uh matt you might know from uh, good mythical morning uh where he pops in for a hilarious bit or three we are, of course, supported by the members of Maximum Fun. We're also supported this week by our friends over at Magic Spoon. You know that I love Magic Spoon, the only breakfast treat that my six-year-old Frankie calls Magic Poon. <laughs> That's the only one, huh? It's the only one out <laughs> of all of English them. English muffins that? <laughs> nope, <laughs> not at all. Uh, we often have... Uh, deep emotional relationships with breakfast cereals. And often if they're childhood ones, maybe they're ones that are less than great for us. And the folks at Magic Spoon have worked very hard to recreate the thrilling and pleasurable experience of eating a breakfast cereal that feels like a treat with zero grams of sugar, 13 or 14 grams of protein, and only four or five net grams of carbs per serving. These things are made without grains. So this is a great way to get your uh, to get your little breakfast num num in, but do it relatively healthily. Yeah, there's a lot of great flavors too. You got cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry muffin, maple waffle, honey nut, cookies and cream, and cinnamon roll. But also Jesse, have you tried the limited edition birthday cake? Oh yeah, I got in. I got in on this before it expired. You yeah. know, I had to. Really, really delicious. The birthday cake is awesome. Uh, grab it before it goes away. Uh, and you and know, I'm a peanut butter boy, right, Jordan? You're a peanut butter boy. It's it. It's nummy. Mm. It's nummy. Mm. Head to magicspoon.com/slash/jjgo. Grab a custom bundle of cereal. Try the magic for yourself, and be sure to use our promo code JJGO at checkout to save five dollars off your order and magic spoon is so confident in their product it's backed with a hundred percent happiness guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no questions asked that's magicspoon.com slash jjgo and code jjgo for five dollars off thank you magic spoon for sponsoring this episode we've also got something up on the jumbotron this week, Jordan. The Jumbotron, of course, is where Jordan Jesse Go listeners can share their messages with the world, whether they're 
happy birthdays or uh, mentions of a new endeavor upon which they are embarking. And this is, by a comfortable margin, the most legitimate business that has ever been plugged on Jordan. <laughs> no offense to all the other operations that have been plugged on Jordan, Jesse Go. This is a very real thing. Yeah, this is actually, I'm, I'm really stoked to read this. This is for a TV show that I am a fan of. I never miss an episode of Housebroken on Hulu. Watch those new episodes. Jesse, you watch the show? I can, I can, I can fill you in. I, tell me, this is a talking animal show. This is a hilarious talking animal animated show on the Fox Network, same night as your Simpsons and your family's guys. It's called Housebroken. Here's who's in it. Lisa Kudrow, Tony Hale, Clea Duvall, Will Forte, Sharon Horgan, Sam Richardson, Jason Manzukas, Nat Faxon, Brescia Webb, Maria Bamford, Greta Lee, and Tim Simons. We all worked really hard on it and want people to watch. That's from the folks behind Housebroken. One of those folks is our friend Elliot Kalin. Yeah, Elliot Kalin, uh, frequent Jordan Jesse Go guest, one of the writers uh, on that show, uh, co-created by Jennifer Crittenden, one of the writers of like the best episodes of The Simpsons and Seinfeld. So a uh, lot of lot of lot of great a uh, lot of great comedy cachet in this thing. Jordan Tony Hale, past Jordan Jesse Go guest. Mm-hmm. Jason Manzukis, past yep. Jordan Jesse Go guest. I'm pretty sure, right? Manzukis has been on Jordan Jesse Go, right? Has been on Bamford, the Bammer. That's three, and Sharon Horgan, my one true love in the world of entertainment. So uh, that's four great Jordan Jesse Go guests. If you count <laughs> Sharon Horgan, who has not been on Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah, this is a great show. Uh, airs on Fox. Watch the Eps on Hulu if you want to stream them. Uh, it's a great show. I recommend it. It features a turtle that has sex with a croc. And by croc, I mean like the rubber shoe, not a crocodile. That'd be gross. No. Maximumfun.org slash Jumbotron is where you can sign up for a Jumbotron if you would like. And Jordan, you've got a new... First of all, I was excited to see the pictures of your Archie signing here in Los Angeles. Jordan is now probably the world's number one writer of Archie horror stories. That's true. I'm, I'm among them. Anyway. You're number one. I just okay. checked the rankings. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't have the you rankings in front of me. Mar- you probably have the rankings. You passed Martina Navratilova. Oh, amazing. They print out on the, one of those old-time stock tickers, right? Uh-huh. The Archie, <laughs> Archie rankings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My uh, my first story was part of an anthology called Pop's Chocolate Shop of Horrors. You can still grab that at your local comic book store. If you want signed copies, uh, all the writers and I signed at Golden Apple and Arsenal Comics. You can grab those on their websites. And I've got a new story coming out as part of Camp Pickens, a uh, Archie Horror anthology set at summer camp that comes out uh, June twenty first. You can put it on your poll list now. Do it. We'll put a little. Uh, we'll put a little code in the description uh, for folks who want to call their local comic book store and ask for Camp Pickens uh, June twenty first. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Andrew T., uh, the man with candle tools now. Now, is this a tool made of a candle? Now, you showed us a, a what looks like a very skinny candle. 
Is this a tool for candles? Is this a candle? Okay, so you have a snuffer there. I see I got the a can- snuffer. A candle set. This is, I guess, what's known as a wick dipper. Uh, okay. And weirdly, the product description should say wick dipper in parentheses, if you know what I'm saying. But... <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Nudge, nudge. Apparently, you just, like, submerge the wicked. It's it's basically another way to snuff a candle. Uh. Um, I bought these in a three-tool three set um, on... Now I imagine I imagine the internet. Yeah. In the, what is um, now? What, the third how tool are those, was an auger. <laughs> <laughs> is, are those? Do they make it easier than you know exhaling slightly? Nope. <laughs> near the candle. <laughs> not at all. Not even gear? close. Uh, have- not only that, it's significantly less convenient because now when I use the snuffer, maybe I'm not doing it right, but now I just have a drippy candle, a drippy snuffer thing. Yeah, I don't know where to put this without getting candle wax everywhere. Can I suggest I I that you see try. a urologist if you have a drippy snuffer? My dad, my you dad know, came back from the war with a drippy snuffer. I think, you know, there's all kinds of homeopathic remedies. I just want to throw out an alternative yeah. Yeah. option. Thank you very much. There's a lot yeah. of good there's a lot of Both good choices sides. out do there. Do your do your road research. Focus on <laughs> diet and nutrition. Yes. Submerge yourself in cold water or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or if very hot water. Is dripper, if your snuffy right. is dripper drippy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, Andrew, you already know how creative we are. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, hell yeah. I, of course, went to four years of acting school. Right. Jordan minored in theater. Did you minor in theater, Jordan? I did a minor in theater. Thank you. Jordan has a minor in theater from the University of California at Santa Cruz. So we're really creative artists, which is why we think of so many segments for our show that mm-hmm. are our idea. Um, and I want to emphasize here, it's not just listeners calling in with some shit they wanted to say and then it, saying at the beginning, it's for a segment that we created. That exactly. Yeah, um, totally. So let's take a listen to one of our segments that we thought of. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. I'm going to guess Chris Fairbanks, because it's been a while. Close. This is Christian from Dana Perfect. Point calling in for your beloved segment, Weird Shit You Saw in Target Parking Lots. Tonight I saw three Marines, all on cross rockets, surrounded by what appeared to be close to 80, I would say, empty containers of Danimals. Now, I don't know if this was some sort of TikTok challenge where you drink a bunch of kids' yogurts to see if you, like, explode from diarrhea or whatever, but I've never seen three Marines in uniform on cross rockets just downing animals in a Target parking lot. So um, keep up the work with this segment. I think it's really important work that you guys are all doing, and you definitely invented it. Thanks. Thanks so much. Um, And thanks, by the way, to the Peabody Committee. Um, for recognizing the work that we've done in future. I expect that they will soon. Yeah. You know, a Target parking lot is a pretty good place to see some shit. Yeah. I do think that this could legitimately become a recurring segment. <laughs> How about this? Can I pitch in, Can I pitch a sort of alternative or additional uh, recurring segment for Jordan sure. Jessica? Danimal's shit. Oh, sure. Just shit about yogurt and right. in in those little in those little like milk jugs or in tubes, um, or in little uh, pouches, the kind with the twisty top. So Danimals is a, a kids yogurt. Um, if I'm, we didn't have Danimals in the house. Um, we were a yo play family. Oh, uh, oh. yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um. 
so this the, the yogurt company is Dannon, and the the animals are the Dannon animals. Is I'm looking on Google Image. My my first thought is, are there like canonical characters for Danimals? <laughs> like, is there a narrative here? Well, is there something that I can get the IP for and, you know, like pitch to whoever owns Dan? Probably oh. Jerry Bruckheimer owns the Danimals characters and he's just like looking for the right writer, you know, to do a what grounded, I'm... a grounded take on Danimals. I'd like to see it sort of dark and intense. Right. But also grounded? How grounded should be really grounded yeah they should probably ground it yeah it should be really um, grounded but yeah otherwise there's a risk of electrocution <laughs> right the now i'm looking I'm, at these animals there really only appears to be unless you count buzz lightyear there really only appears to be one animal. the most dangerous animal it's <laughs> right your buzz, your buzz light years yeah well because of well, his problematic views yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> right buzz um, Lightyear has some stuff about cancel culture that uh, he'd like you to know he's dangerous to the discourse right um, yeah dangerous to snowflakes only it's this <laughs> monkey snowflakes. it's this monkey that loves sports and an active lifestyle so this well, yeah he loves art as well so wait but there are it's some branded a, animals with yeah. Buzz Lightyear and the Paw Patrol and other Pixar characters. Are they suggesting that Nemo is a Danimal? Yeah, I think Nemo Ooh. is a Danimal. Where would you draw the line it's between animal and Danimal? Right, well, a Danimal... <laughs> Danimals it's, kill for fun. <laughs> <laughs> a Danimal will kill just for just the fun to watch of it. him die, yeah. Like the and sponsor, sponsored Rex. by <laughs> sponsored by Danon is yeah. critical. Yeah, it, it's really Danimal. It, it's only this monkey. It's monkey and yeah. money, basically. Yeah, the thank monkey you. has the monkey wears high tops and and shorts. The monkey is really the aesthetic of the monkey is really keeping up a tradition that I would call the Church of. Denver, the last dinosaur, right? Like, uh -huh. like ripping sweet guitar solos and uh, you know wearing solid colored clothing and doing kickflips. Yeah, yeah. In two years, the Danimal monkey is going to be dabbing. Yeah, I think that's true. <laughs> it's going to be just hitting the dab. Holy cow! Look at this. Uh, okay. Ray from Star Wars is a Danimal. Wow, <laughs> I thought I thought Ray yeah. was a Mary Sue. <laughs> She was a Danimal <laughs> this whole time. Yeah. To be clear, so that's not people. something I think. I'm Jesus making fun Christ. of internet. Jesus pictures. Christ. What? <laughs> this Danimal's a, f a fucking monkey Frankenstein. Ooh. I'm looking at it. I'm, I mean, we're all just frantically Googling Danimals at this point. But I'm, I'm looking I'm, at a Reddit, an angry Reddit post that says, they changed the <laughs> fucking Danimals monkey. <laughs> and then everyone is mad. <laughs> That's so. I just want to know how, like the the Nemo having a Danimal, just like the squirt little ocean water, and then it's just it's very unpleasant to imagine a fish drinking drinking yogurt out of a tube. Yeah. Is yeah. it a tube? Just a fish drinking yogurt seems kind of fucked up. Like period. Yeah. Can I? I we've been saying a lot of laughs and jokes about Danimals, right? But I'm here on businesswire.com, a Berkshire Hathaway company. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just want to share something. Uh, Dateline White Plains, New York. 
True to their commitment to bring health through food to as many as possible, the Dan and Company has improved the nutrition profile of its best-selling children's product, mm. Danimals. Using an innovative process, Danimals reformulated Danin reformulated Danimals smoothies to reduce the sugar content by 25% without sacrificing nutrients, taste, texture, or convenience. Mm. Okay. I feel like a lot of these products, a lot of these diet products, I like the flavor, the texture. I know you're a texture nut, Jordan. Huge texture Uh, nut. Love it. Love to feel with my tongue and mouth. They're so often compromising the convenience of the food. Exactly. <laughs> like, have you tried those? Have you tried those uh, low calorie potato chips? And they they put them in a uh, not like easy. a bean can, like a can that beans would come in. You have to get a can <laughs> opener to open it up I don't instead know of just chips. pulling the sides of the right. bean the chip Little. bag. Uh, I'm here on fork. I'm here on <laughs> characters.fandom.com. Bongo the <laughs> Bongo the monkey. Uh huh. Here's all the information. Bongo the monkey is the mascot of the Danimals commercials, and that is it. No other information. <laughs> so this guy's a blank slate. Oh. This is really great for my you know grounded what? take. That Let's I'm build this up. Jerry Bruckheimer. JJGo.fandom.com. We need to know more about the Danimals. <laughs> Danimals. I monkey. thought. I thought you were saying the article said mascot of the commercials, and that's it. As if canonically. <laughs> What's like are like the article as, is slamming him as part of the character it cannot be built into additional ip and that is sacred right um i would encourage you guys to take a look at danimals xl which has some sort of like i'm gonna say i feel highly confident that this panther speaks with a black set oh, and right. um, <laughs> i guess i don't know for sure but it just has that vibe sure I'm checking out uh, the Danimals official Instagram account, which is uh, the underscore official underscore Danimals. Right. And uh, that's troubling that they needed those underscores. Someone, <laughs> someone grabbed. There's like, a, yeah, options. there's like an OnlyFans girl who calls herself Danimals that got to it first. I'm checking out a picture of what's the name of the Danimals? Go uh, uh, Go Bongo. 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 I'm looking at a picture of Bongo. He's doing a kickflip. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. he's wearing a striped shirt, and he we got it. He's wearing shorts, and there's a little bit of an upskirt situation on the shorts. Ooh. So we're seeing the kickflip from underneath, from a low vantage point, like it was uh, Charles Foster Kane. Um, <laughs> it suggests it ex- suggests Bongo's power. Um, hey, and then you wait. Make- no, hold on, okay. hold on, and then. He's holding a Danimals with himself on it, reading books. He's into reading books. And then this is what it says. This is the inscription on this. Again, official. It says, game on! Exclamation mark. (laughs) And then underneath that it says, playing with my kids, comma, and I'm... Now it says, Vioni... But that's just the one, and they forgot a space. <laughs> Playing with my kids, comma, and I'm the one who amps up the competition. What? That's just 
<laughs> they just saying that like the kids are having fun, but he wants to kick their ass. <laughs> I don't Is know what's going on. Is Bongo threatening us? <laughs> Bongo's fucking turning up the heat on him. Man. Bongo's saying he's one of those hockey dads that like punches out the Well, I mean it goes once, out on the ice. Once Bongo reaches adolescence, he's in danger of ripping off your face and genitals. <laughs> uh, Jordan um, you mentioned that you were uh, that you were over there on the Reddit. We have been talking a lot lately about people's earliest internet experiences. Andrew, what was your earliest internet experience, and how did you embarrass yourself therein? Oh man, this one this one is going to age me significantly. But I I went to a high school in Ann Arbor, Michigan, that. For reasons that, like, it, like now that I'm an adult and like have some understanding of how like schools usually get funded, this is crazy. But it was in 1994 they gave my friend Ben a Unix server, basically, and we all had like email and like like a bunch of kids got like whatever the Apple laptop was. I think it. I, I don't like a know power what it was. book. We talking about a power book? I these think kids so. got a goddamn power book. It was yeah. yeah it was like and truly... your friend Ben got a eunuch. Yeah, yeah, no, he was like the sysadmin for a real ass like fucking server that we all like learned how to make web pages and like we were we're on we're running shell commands on on our unix accounts fucking life that was in a college town it was real yeah it was some real like i it must have been the universe i mean it must have been it it 100 percent was some university thing but like yeah we we just used that obviously to try to download a jpeg of a boob um <laughs> pretty much exclusively uh i'm trying to think the, the one boob, thing just the one <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mother mean, says on. I'm not old enough to see the second breast. <laughs> well, we just don't have enough bandwidth. We're just listen. Right. Once, once one boob renders, that's you got to print at that point. Yeah, like, we shan't we're not, we're gild not, the lily. We're A not single boob the shall whole. suffice. <laughs> sure. I um, shall see the second boob on my wedding night only, as per the Lord. <laughs> We were the other as thing, for the Lord's recent memorandum <laughs> with re second boob. The, the Lord is crazy now. <laughs> the Lord, I mean, the Lord is, of course, at this time sending both email versions and uh, right. a, a notarized letter yeah. To, yeah. to make it happen. Um, we and then uh, this also because it was high school and also college town. This also uh, dovetailed right around. When um and, and it was you know not the Michigan in the nineties so we were near Detroit and raves and anyway so this is also like getting online and getting at like Andrew we've all heard about Michigan in the nineties <laughs> access to unbelievable amounts of LSD yeah um, so I was often on like one or two hits of acid. And either in the computer lab or at home on uh, like various chat rooms being, you know, I mean, this can't be good for your brain when you're that my age, but when you're yeah. high on acid and you're chatting in chat rooms. It, yeah. Playing MUDs, which uh, is like somebody space at role playing games. Hell yeah. Those have come up before. I've played a MUD. Well, you've We've been very, how you've become, you're very successful. So, you know, maybe, maybe everyone should do. Yeah. Out there, this is the path. Dose your somebody kids, writes put them ASL online. 
You write Andrew 14 <laughs> Yellow Submarine. <laughs> it was really like just too Fucking much everywhere, acid. man. Oh, yeah. where, what is a location? If right. You think about yes. It? <laughs> Someone emailed us at jordanjessego at AOL.com, which if you have uh, an embarrassing early internet memory, you are welcome to do. Jordan, would you like to share that with our with the good people at home? I would. Um, this is from an anonymous listener, and they write, One of my earlier weird internet memories has to do with a very early exposure to Rule 34 con- uh, content. <laughs> now, Stan Lee will break in here and tell true believers that Rule 34 is the internet rule that if something exists, there is pornography of it. See New Mutants, issue 53. I was a freshman in high school and have been on the internet for a few years at this point. I had found a secret Usenet group that specialized in erotic content for cartoons and comics, and I found a big old chunk of Pokemon-related content. (laughs) Being the excited mid-teenager I was, I told all of my friends about it the next day. I was then labeled the Pokemon porn kid for the next four years until I graduated. It is is a shame-slash-pride I carry with me to this day. Yeah, I mean, I don't usually endorse, but I think bullying is a big problem in our schools. Right. Um, and I think probably the worst form of bullying at all is cyberbullying. And this sounds like it might have been cyberbullying. Mm-hmm. At the same time, it's well earned. <laughs> you know, like we have to teach adolescents somehow that there are consequences to talking about Pokemon pornography at school. That should stay where it belongs, which is. In the mouths of forty-year-old men on podcasts, <laughs> I, I, my, my, my. Uh, the first thing I wondered after reading this was, um, I was wondering if the pornographic images were of the human characters in Pokemon or the Pokemon. I would guess mm. that it's both. Yeah, commingled. Yeah, you're probably yeah. right because you identify with Ash, right? But you want to fuck Snorlax, sure. Because oh. of how how soft and sort of be so wonderful, yeah. yeah. Just it would be like Snorlax. It would be like fucking a duvet, right? Yeah, and then you cuddle oh. up afterwards. Yeah, but then you fuck again you once fuck you're through again. the refractory yeah, period. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the Snorlax that they had in that that uh, Detective Pikachu movie was like actually the most one of the most delightful things i've ever seen in cinema i've heard it that detective pikachu movie is like pretty good that's the like that's the word on the street can you confirm? yeah it's it's way better than it deserves to be for a ryan reynolds not acting movie <laughs> now i have, i have to say this i've seen detective pikachu uh yeah i, I know uh, a lot of people think i'm some snooty coastal elitist but i've seen detective pikachu and i'm here to tell you i had heard that it was pretty good um and i had heard wrong i i think while it is better <laughs> than a movie that stars ryan ryan reynolds called detective pikachu could potentially have been yeah uh, it was nonetheless bad well it depends on what you want out of it. i guess i just wanted a longer version of the trail. I just wanted to see Snorlax two more times. <laughs> yeah. And I got I got what I paid for. Um cool. just just uh real quick, I, I think we were all thinking it, but I'm the one who actually did something about it and Googled yeah. Danimals Monkey Rule 34. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 
there's a lot of monkey characters that people yeah. have made filthy drawings of. Mm-hmm. Um, none of them appear to have the signature red T-shirt and tood of the Danimals monkey. Um, yeah, there, here's some no, Donkey well, I, Kongs. I, I will say this. Yeah. I just Googled, and I want to be clear, I accidentally didn't do it in a private window. No, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oopsie! I hope I don't only. get a lot of targeted ads for this. Oh no! I do. I do have to say that I I googled Danimals pornography, and the top two entries were both from, let's just say, a popular pornographic video website. Mm. The first one is Danimals porn videos. Makes perfect sense. I googled Danimals pornography. Mm-hmm. The second one is. Homeless Danimals porn <laughs> videos. Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, with the with the housing crisis going on in this nation, it affects our cartoon monkeys right. as well, <laughs> and they turn to sex work, uh, which you know, sex work is work, right? But it's also illegal when it's a cartoon monkey, sure, or any monkey. Well, I think we can to all be agree. fair. It's like we can all agree it's a complicated situation. Can I say this? Yeah. I'm still on the underscore official underscore Danimals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they post, there's 6,800 followers, which is not nice. I was going to say, they should have more or less. Okay. Like, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're at the right, the right. wrongest number. Yeah. They should have a lot more or a lot less. <laughs> yeah. The number they have is weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says, now this is a picture of the, the monkey, uh, <laughs> Go Go the monkey. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing Bootsy Collins sunglasses. Cool. He's so he's apparently he's a he's a superstar baby bubble, and he's got his hat on backwards like all cool kids. Damn, that sounds fresh. And this is the inscription on this. There's also some flowers at the bottom, some beautiful <laughs> flowers. Mm-hmm. It says sunglasses, strawberries. Bananas and snow boots. Yep, it's spring. <laughs> an icon. I'm gonna. Yes, I'm gonna share. I- iconic. I'm gonna share the comments on this video. Mm-hmm. First one says hi. Right. Second one says bring back Danimals crush cups. <laughs> Third one says crazy springtime. Gotta love it. <laughs> The fourth one says, I'm crazy for these pouches, but I'm crazier for you, Danimals. <sighs> There's no amount of engagement that isn't wonderful on these. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking engagement. That's why we do it. You know, end the, of the, the day, we do it for engagement. We love it. We love to I- be engaged with. I don't have a great sense of the size of a Danimal thing. Oh, I guess there's some photographs. My question actually was when you guys were doing all your uh, porno searching. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so surprised that none of them were not of real world people effing or being effed by a Danimal's bottle or or the yogurt. Oh, oh yeah, I can see that. Interesting. That feels like higher up on the list for me. Well, here's something interesting. I Number think- one on my list. I think that the Danimals monkey, Dan Dan, <laughs> according to this photograph, he's close friends with Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, Sonic movie three. Is that a, yeah, <laughs> in, into the into the Danimals averse. 
Okay, here's the comments on this one. They're high fiving. By the way, it's for some reason it's in a like a, a seafaring theme. <laughs> they're on like a, they're on a pier that looks like a Hot Wheels track, mm-hmm. and then there's ships on either side. But one of the ships is a sailing ship, but the sails aren't up, so it looks like there's a like a crucifixion cross coming out of Sonic the Hedgehog's head, <laughs> which is something that I just typed into deviant art. Right. <laughs> um, here's the comments. One just says Sonic, mm-hmm. which absolutely right. Yep. Uh, one says, I agree. My boys need a gallon a week or at least a large smoothie bottle. Smile. Oh. Uh, one says at Joy Division needs to work WU. <laughs> then That's three true. people in a row say make gallon jugs. Hey guys. <laughs> you guys are you guys are my boys, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Y'all need a gallon a week? What up, what up? <laughs> yeah. what up? At least at least a large smoothie bottle. A gallon and, a week for my boys oh. and beer for my horses. How how fast are you supposed to be running after pounding at animals? I guess there's a lot of sugar. The yeah, final comments, yeah, well, 25% less sugar, Andrew. Still uh, Without though. compromising the texture. <laughs> um, Convenience. The final one says, does anyone know if the strawberry banana organic smoothie bongo with a trench coat and a camera is a photographer or a detective? <laughs> I mean, it's Sounds a fair like it was, question. Like someone's doing research, Jordan. Someone's gunning for your. Someone's gunning for uh, your pitch, man. Yeah, you gotta get ahead of this, man. Three hundred seventy-one yeah. likes. I don't get that kind of fucking engagement on my instas. Yeah, I like how given given the two options for that bongo, just like like blow up. I think that's it's like blow up, but with a, <laughs> mm-hmm. a, yes. a monkey a monkey fashion murder photographer. Yeah. What happens in the movie Blow Up? I don't remember any of it. Yeah, there's a it's it presages the a golden age of American cinema. They're inspired by it. Right. Yeah. Um Blow Up is one of those movie poster only movies. I don't think I've right. seen Right. Oh yeah, I think every Yeah, I mean it. I know everybody in college. They had Donnie Darko. They yeah. had um Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Bongo Blow Up. <laughs> Boo who? <laughs> Imagine what you can be for Halloween. Uh, it says you can be anything for Halloween. A robot, an artist, a deep sea diver? We'd love to hear your ideas. What will your kids be for Halloween? Courtney Kessler, she also interacted with another Danimals. She says, mine is a party llama. <laughs> And then the only other comment here just says, woo. That's true. Hey, but I want to add that comment is from Danimal Warrior for Life. (laughs) This is Danimal. It's not the official Danimal's account. That's a fan account. No, this uh, is Danimal Warrior for Life. Hey, you boys want to uh, chug our weekly gallon and then come back and wrap it up? (laughs) We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica Go. A man was walking along a beach which represented his life. At his feet were two sets of footprints, his and God's. But looking back down the beach, the man could see that in the hardest parts of his life, there was only one set of footprints. So the man said to God, 
Why is there only one set of footprints when times were hard? Where were you? And God replied, My precious child, I was in my car, listening to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is a multi-award winning comedy podcast and you can find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. With Max Fun Drive in the books, we'd like to welcome our new members and say thanks to everyone who's supported us over the years. Welcome. Thanks. And now, on to the sticker sale. A lot of this year's drive gifts and live streams focused on food. We love how food can bring communities together, but not everyone has access to the food they need. So we'll split the proceeds from our sticker sale among five U.S. food banks in areas disproportionately affected by poverty. The sale ends Friday, April 14th. Members at the $10 monthly level and above can purchase any stickers they'd like. There's also a special Max Fun sticker featuring Nutsy the Squirrel that all members can purchase. For more info, head to MaximumFun.org slash sticker sale. And thanks again for your support. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, I forgot. Candle guy. Okay. Andrew so <laughs> first, of, first of all, we've got a, a, a yogurt convenience product social media update. Andrew has confirmed that the Gogurt account has about 4,000 more followers than the Danimals account. And oh, the yeah. Gogurt account is very dank. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's yeah. full of dank memeage. Now, not quite as many followers on the Yakult Instagram account. Yakult.usa. But I will say that every few months, they post a do you know post. <laughs> um, and so I, I just wanted to I just wanted to share with everybody one of the uh things here did you do you know this is a swipe to find out how renowned is yakult (laughs) yakult began its first overseas how do you measure renown (laughs) 10 (laughs) 10 renown points uh yakult began its first overseas operation in taiwan in 1964 since then Yakult's network has expanded, and now people in over 40 countries and regions worldwide drink a bottle every day. Okay. Great content. This was not planned, but this is basically a callback to was it just a My Family thing or was this an Asian Everywhere thing? Yakult, I guess, was just more like Taiwanese My Family doing it. (laughs) What do you guys... Uh, And not not Asians Everywhere. Can I ask you guys... Okay, trivia. quick trivia question. And this is, I'm throwing it out to both of you, so you can just ring in if you know the answer. No no prize, but we're playing it for pride here. Okay. Yeah, that's its own prize. In what occasions can you drink Yakult? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, Ah. Jordan. Anywhere fun is served. (laughs) Drink Yakult on any occasion, such as for breakfast and on the go, in quotation marks, snack while driving. Or with your packed lunch, its refreshing taste is perfect after a meal as well. 
The thing with the Yakult social media that I really love is they actually have a distance they can like move the needle, which is convincing Americans it's not gross. <laughs> yeah. Which is like all the other products that's like, eh, who cares? Like, I don't know. Do I need yogurt? This is Yakult looks and seems gross. And it isn't as gross as it looks and seems. So like they actually have messaging they can do that's useful. Okay, let me what? ask you guys this real quick. Do you <laughs> know what's the size of Yakult? I do. Ding. It's small. Okay, Andrew. <laughs> it's yeah. like two ounces. The bottle size, 2.7 fluid ounces, 80 milliliters, makes Yakult unique. It allows for everyone to drink it easily. Kids, adults, and the elderly. Yeah. Since the size is adequate, Yakult helps people to take their probiotics every day. <laughs> Quick and easy. <laughs> it's like it's like just north of a shot glass. Yeah. What do you guys Great. think Chobani's working with, follower-wise? Oh, wow. Ooh. I think Chobani is ruling the school. My, that would be Legit. my guess, too, just because we're, we're amping towards prime social media eight demographics with Chobani. Because Go, yeah. or not Go, or Danimals, you got to hope most of the Danimals right. consumers don't have Instagram. And Gogurt, eh, you're cool. It's obviously gross. Uh... So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with 16k, Jesse. I'm going 24,000 followers, listeners. Lock in your votes. The real answer: 198,000 followers on the Chobani Instagram. <laughs> Holy moly! They do a lot Chobani of fun stuff. That looks like they do. Fucking wiping the floor with these other. Yeah, God, I would hate to be Danimals right now. I would fucking kill <sighs> myself. <laughs> no, this is this is the an opportunity. You got to look at it as an opportunity. This is the time for all of the other yogurts to band together <laughs> to destroy and Chobani. Take down Chobani. Yeah. Okay, right. guys. How many do you think Calpico has? Is that a yogurt brand? I don't recognize it. Yeah, they make like uh, a... they make a yogurt soft yogurt. drinks and Calpico minis, which are a direct competitor of. Uh, uh, of, the, of the Yakult. It's another Asian thing. I'll guess they're 30K. Okay, 30 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, 17K. Wow. Wow. Can I say 16.3? That is an incredible. Oh, wow. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely an extraordinary. And I, look, I just, I'm not going to. You won't find me. I'm not just okay. One last one. Okay. <laughs> one last yogurt game. <laughs> and then <laughs> how many followers on the Activia Instagram? Oh. Okay. I'm gonna talk it out. Now this is yeah. now I'm gonna I wanna let you know ahead of time. Your well-being starts on the inside. Gut right. lovers, innovators, tasters, and fermenters. So I, I actually have a oh sorry. You know, go, go ahead, Andrew. My technical question is, does Facebook push you to like create Instagram profiles Great and question. follow? Great question. Because that feels like that could juice the activity. So you see this. If you know what I'm saying. You see this <laughs> as more of a, um, of a Facebook brand activity. I see it as more of a Facebook brand, but obviously they're all owned, of course, by Meta. So there's okay. a world. There's a world where they're really pushing people towards 
towards this. Sub question here, and this is something Activia is offering. This summer, which team are you? Creamy bowl or delectable smoothie? Oof. Activia, don't remind people of shit with your names. <laughs> you already kind of remind people of shit. Don't, Can I just yeah. say, not a lot of engagement with this contest. <laughs> I'm going to guess Activia has 20K and maybe like 10% of that is just like nasty shit freaks. Damn. I'm going to, if, if Chobani's in the hundreds, I guess I'm going to go with 37K. 7,460. God damn it. And can that I say why I think, pathetic. why I think they don't have as many as, as they should? Hmm. <laughs> because they, they just have this picture of a bowl that says Activia on it. Mm-hmm. And, and then it says, this porridge is just right for winter. <laughs> yeah, that's strange. What? Just right for winter? Is this is an Activia a- porridge? That's just your gut enjoying. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, you know what you need with Activia is just more fiber. Right. Just extra. Just move it along. Okay. One last question. Okay. This is, a, this is, this is about Activia's, yogurt? <laughs> yeah. This is, the acti- this is an Activia question. Okay. How long would it take you to enjoy an Activia? Two choices here. <laughs> One hour or long what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Is this, what is that? Is mean? this like is this one like, hour or long? Is the Activia account the new horse ebooks? <laughs> Activia is like AI generated nonsense. <laughs> Activia is like a little like yogurt guy, right? Like, but it's for not. poops. It's for yeah, it's yeah. for yeah. Old regular. Poops. It's for keeping. It's for making sure uh, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis always. It's has Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. And I guess it does. It does leave uh, clearly what they're indicating is what. What do they mean by enjoy? Because oh. it's not simply eating it. Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie Lee Squirtus. Oh, uh, she's always got the squirts from all that yogurt she's eating. She's so nice. She sent me copies of her children's books after she came on uh, Bullseye. She sent Ooh. Gracie a, a, a an action figure of herself, Jamie Lee Curtis, with a giant bloody knife. Did she sign it Jamie Lee Squirtus? Oh. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She did. She signed it Jamie Lee Squirtus. <laughs> I'm one of the nicest people ever to come on Bullseye. Uh, and that's my nickname because of my poops, because of Activia. <laughs> oh, my God. All on, all on the little. That's so I'm nice. so nice and cool. Mm-hmm. I'm married to Christopher Guest. <laughs> I will say um, one of the most uh, inspiring, like, I think probably, I don't know. I, I assume you could do this in a lazy way, but one of the most inspiring Halloween costumes I saw was a Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Just like a real. Oh, yeah. Just like just a big, big dumpy sack. I saw one with the uh, hot dog hands at Comic-Con. It was great. Oh, yeah. I saw a really low beautiful. effort one that was really just beautiful. like the yeah, hot dog hands, obviously. Put some effort in. I disagree. I'm like, oh, you want low effort. What's here? Yeah. Can I, I tell just... you, Andrew, can I tell you what's low effort? Uh. 
shitting after you've had an activia. That's right. It comes <laughs> right out. Don't worry about it anymore. So you don't even have to smooth. sit down. <laughs> you can just start Andrew jogging T. a little. Andrew T., huh. one of the co-hosts of Yo, Is This Racist? with our friend Tawny Newsome. Delightful program. Uh, delightful man. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thank you for sharing Peanut with us as well. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I haven't seen what's uh, what's Peanut been doing this whole time. She's been off off cam. She's snarfing a blank. She she actually has been on cam. Oh, she just there has she been, is. She's blending she's in with the dog bed. So still. Beautiful. Well, she also gets lost in the dog bed. I'm going to once again move over and just show you. Oh, she is she, iconic. She, she takes, has a chameleonic quality. Yeah, she takes approximately like one twentieth of the surface area of the dog bed. Andrew's not playing here. That is a real fact. Yep. It's a big. It's a big bed. Our producer um, on Jordan Jesse Go is Daniel Zafrin, producer emeritus Brian Brian Sunny D Fernandez. Uh, you know what? We really do it. Somebody really did make a wiki, Jordan. It's at jjgo.fandom.com. I'm I'm gonna I'm interested to see some activia related content on the wiki. <laughs> I don't really know what wikis are per se, but there should be a section called yogurts. Wow, mm. here it is. Yeah. Somebody put the put the names in there. You can see how many times somebody's been on the show. Huh. Can somebody change the picture they used of me? This is the worst picture. I don't, really don't like this picture of me. Other than that, I love um the, the This is the best way to edit a wiki, which is just mumbling. Yeah, and mumbling into the microphone. Someone change my picture. But we find a more yeah. flattering photo of me. Oh, but that's funny. It will under, work. under people, there's uh Nick Repeat Adams. That's great. No, he wow. looks very handsome. He always looks handsome. Yeah. Just put, okay, whoever's doing the pictures, take down this crummy picture of me and put up just a photo of Nick Repeat Adams. Yeah. And if someone can start a fantasy guy. fantasy league for guessing yogurt social medias. Uh, this um, photo of me they're using, I, I could be the face of I've had too much Activia. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most, I'm squirting Did- here. No, disagree. Look. That's a, that's a probably a very serene face when you've had too much activity. No, you're right. <laughs> you're you're empty. You're empty inside and out. You're you've you're practically at nirvana. Uh, look, maximumfun.reddit.com uh, at put dot this dot on and at Jordan David Morris uh, on Instagram at Jordan Jesse Go on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Let's get some engagement going. We love I'd it. Really liked it. I love engagement. Daniel, start posting questions. End every post with a question. Like, uh, here's a picture of Andrew T. Would you fuck him? <laughs> no, question I, mark? Listen, I think we need to take a lesson from Danimals. Like, here's our new episode with Andrew T. What are your kids going to be for Halloween? <laughs> That's a good one. That's one hour really or one. long. Long. <laughs> long. Is, this, is this podcast going to be one hour or long? <laughs> okay. Long. long. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jessica. Our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jessica. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.